0: another Friday episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm your host, Amber Brzezinski, and today on the podcast, my guest is Gaia Musraka. And we are going to talk about her experience in in her journey and what that has looked like for for her. And specifically, uh, a realization that she had around her energy levels and why she was so tired all the time. So if that's something that you feel is like, oh, I'm tired all the time. I just don't have any energy. You know, all the reasons why you may not have any energy. Gaia discovered that the reason she didn't have any energy was something that was unrelated to her job or her children or some of the other external factors in life. And um, I think it's going to be really interesting for you to listen to it and maybe have that question with yourself. Is that, is that, does that Apply to me? Is that something that I need to think about as well? The other thing I love that you're going to hear in this episode with Gaia is how often our journeys and the goals that we set lead us somewhere we didn't think that's not where we, like a different destination. So I see this a lot where people start something and they think, oh, I'm just going to like, you know, it's just going to, I'm just going to go for this, this little goal, just going to reach this little goal. And they work start working towards it. And that little goal like changes the trajectory of their life. It changes what they're doing. And it it creates something bigger than they even thought when they set that one little goal. And I think that really speaks to the power of goal setting. It speaks to the power of, you know, when you're reaching for things in your life, you become somebody different. And that that can change you. It can change the trajectory of your life. And it's such a beautiful, amazing thing. And it's one of the things I love most about getting to watch. Um, and coach people is to be able to see them feel ignited, and be able to find their passion and find what they what they want to do with their life. So, this episode with Gaia is amazing. Uh, let's jump right into it. I am so excited to welcome Gaia to the podcast. Gaia, how are you doing? doing good, doing good. Awesome. I'm, I'm really excited to be able to have a chat with you. Um, and hear a little bit just about you and your journey. And one of the things you said before we hit record that I think is awesome is you're like, what am I going to talk about? Like, I don't have any like amazing thing, but then what did you say after that? You like counteracted your own thought. I didn't have to say anything. What did you say?
1: (laughs) I feel awesome.
0: You're like, I feel good. I feel great. And that's important. It was so fun for me to watch you because it was like a little moment of like (laughs) self-coaching where I didn't even have to say anything. Like you like had this thought, you like said it out loud and then you like immediately like self-coached yourself through that. So that was really fun. That was fun for me to be able to see. Um, so let's start out and just let people get to know you a little bit. Tell us a little bit about, about you. So, uh, my name is Kaya Mastraka and
1: I moved to the U S when I was about 26 years old. Um, I met my husband when I was working, we got married and now we live in long Island with our two little girls. Uh, and your husband I, is from Italy. She was telling yes, me but he's American <laughs> Italian. So he's more okay. American than like, he, he doesn't know a word of Italian. Oh, he he's, he's
0: a, he doesn't identify with that, but your no, first name no. is Indian and your last name is Italian. <laughs> I thought that
1: yes, was great. it is. Yes, it is. Um, and, uh, I moved in with them and I uh, work as a manager in a healthcare IT environment. So when everything shut down, obviously we had a lot of work to do uh, and I've been stuck at home and um, basically I work out from my home gym, which is also my home office, which is also my laundry room. (laughs) Like just also my people.
0: home and I'm here all the time and yeah
1: <laughs> it's also my basement and every once in a while when I'm on video camera I pick everything in I put on some makeup
0: <laughs> <laughs> isn't that like just the way that we all have kind of like gone through the pandemic it's like these places that used to be our storage or our like whatever now has become like home office you know uh, doubling as at home gym oh yep, yep. and I've built it up we
1: had like a couple of bells and now I've built it up to like we have an Olympic bar but I got for Christmas.
0: I know I love when I saw that you got that. That's so exciting. It was all it was so awesome. I was like I said wow he actually bought this for me and it was all Christmas colors and everything. I love it. That's so awesome. Okay so give us a little snapshot of um maybe where you were a year, year two ago and when you felt like you I don't know were struggling in some way and were looking for something something new. Um, tell us a little bit about those struggles.
1: So I'll start maybe more than a couple of years ago. So I've always been like a, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say skinny fat, but I was always on the lighter side. So I never had to worry about like gaining weight. If I gained weight, eat less, move a little bit more and I'd be fine. Uh, I will lose whatever it's like 10 pounds. Okay, fine. I can do it. So I had my first kid. Um, I went back to my regular clothes. Like soon after, after maternity, I went back to work. A year later, I was able to start working out again. I I like to do boxing. I used to do a lot of kickboxing, boxing at that time. It was fine. So obviously I assumed the second would be the same, but the second pregnancy was world of different. I couldn't move a lot. I was so tired all the time. Um, I had my child, um, a lot of stress at work. Long story short, two years down the line, I breastfed her for 18 months, first of all. So I was like, I said, you know what, guy give yourself grace. You're still breastfeeding her. You might not lose all the weight. And I did not fit into any of my clothes. And it was just like, this is, this is not how I expected it to go. Right. Why is it not working? Why is whatever worked before Why is working? it different? it was so different it was like completely and then I kept saying yourself crazy guy it will happen it will happen it happened before it's going to happen again but then I'm also now getting closer to 40 so I said oh it's maybe it's that maybe mm-hmm. because you breastfed so long so I'm like I'm trying to explain it in my head um, my problem always and was that I have to find something I like doing like with workouts I never yeah. thought food was a problem I've never had issues I even tried the whole 30 which I enjoyed Mm-hmm. It's not something you can stick to for a long time. I'm like, mm-hmm. give me that glass of wine, please. <laughs> I can do it for and, 30 I days. I don't even that's drink as much. I don't even drink as much. So, anyway, long story short, uh, I found a workout program I like. I follow the SPEC program and I enjoyed it. I found a lot of difference when, as soon as I loved the fact that I was getting stronger and working from my home, five to six days a week, it's like 30 minutes at most. And, and I'm seeing the differences, right? But even then, it was like slow and which was fine. And I still noticed that at the end of the day, I would have like really low energy. So I would somehow get through the workouts in the evening. I started moving my workout to the morning. And then the middle of the day, like around two o'clock, be so exhausted. Like I need to take a nap or something. So, and I would still take like a 10 minute cat nap <laughs> between meetings. Um, and it continued to happen. And then one night, uh, maybe it was December 2020, I think I was so exhausted. I was like green. And I had I follow one of these, um, a nutritionist and she's like, sometimes when you want to lose weight, maybe you need to eat more. I'm like, maybe I should try eating. So I picked a banana. I put some peanut butter on it and I ate it. I'm like, what just happened? Like 60 Energy. seconds. <laughs> it was 60 seconds. This is 8.30 at night. I put kids to bed and I'm like, and I almost broke down for myself. I'm like, what an idiot. All you had to do was eat. <laughs> I love that. So I started eating more, but then I didn't know anything about reverses. I had no idea what that meant. Um, Then last January, I started tracking, but I wasn't like, I didn't know how to track and it just, how am I going to get so much protein? How am I supposed, I had no idea. I learned by following a lot of accounts on Instagram and I self learned. Then I reached out to the nutritionist I used to follow. Her name is Dee. um, And there's a fun story with that too. I'll tell you later. Uh, So she, I said, I said, can you just audit what I'm doing? Like, it's kind of like a concept. I don't want one-on-one coaching. I just need you to tell me, point me in the right direction. So she did. She put me in a slight deficit. That's when I started understanding the words called deficit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I did that and it worked for a while. Then I stopped tracking for a bit. I was just like, I said, you know what? It's fine. I changed my workout program. It was more Olympic style lifting, still from home. And I realized I was hungrier. So I said, okay, you know what? I need to eat a little bit more. I was instinctively doing that because, mm-hmm. uh, like, mine and I was like, I said, you know what? Forget about the scale. This is not going to move. Let me just do something to keep my energy levels up. Mm-hmm. And um, funny enough, my one of my friends, she was like, she's a like, guy, you like to do macros by yourself? Why don't you check out Amber? She has like a free macro calculator and everything. Mm-hmm. I did that. I joined your five day challenge, um, and. I had no intention of joining macro. I'm like, you know what? I'll do the challenge. And they will say, hey, what am I going to lose? I loved it. I loved the fact that it wasn't all about losing weight and things like that. Because the whole five day challenge was you talking about mindset. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. Like you asked me one thing I took away from it. No, I can't. But I think the miracle scale was like, I said, oh my God, that's an awesome way to look at it. Mm-hmm. And I I do coaching at work for mentorship for people for my own team. So I, it was just, very different perspective of being corporate coaching kind of style into like real life I said this is awesome and then I said okay I you can afford this but and I didn't want one-on-one again and I was like I said I think I'm, I'm self-paced I like to do it by myself so I signed up and uh, initially I thought I would I was I had kind of started a reverse I was going to go into it and I said you know what let me do a cut I have support let me see what happened It didn't go as planned. I started a reverse once macros 101 ended and uh, I probably gained few more pounds than I intended <laughs> but but reverse journey has been the best like I, I always think of you saying taking people through reverses is the best thing ever
0: mm-hmm. and me
1: going through the reverse was like mind-blowing for me mm-hmm. I said wow this is what happens when you eat more yes you look in a little bit weight yes hands fit a little tighter you can lift heavier, you can walk, you don't need naps in the middle of the day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you don't start blaming, oh, my children are exhausting me. No, no, no,
0: no, no I wasn't was... eating enough food. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. what was exhausting me. Yes. Yeah. Oh, um, it's
1: so good. Yeah. So uh, it's been amazing. And frankly, uh, as I finished it, I was like, I want to do this. I want to coach people. And then someone reached out to me for something. I said, do you mind I take a look at your stuff? I said, just two weeks. I said, you don't need anything. I'll just to look at your stuff and tell you things and one person turned into two two into about five and I signed up for a course uh like a nutrition course certification and I finished that and um I actually just joined this week like two days ago I signed a contract not contract but I signed up as an employee for a coaching company oh. the same nutritionist I like she does South Asian coaching oh my gosh, and I'm no. like wow I never thought like so uh, I, I was, like it put me on a path which I never imagined for myself.
0: Oh, um, is, I mean I still do my, my day job, but that is my favorite. It is my favorite because I always talk about how you know I love macros 101 and I and I love what I do and I and I love that I get to teach women to use this tool and how to, you know, uniquely customize it to them and their bodies. But what I really love is what it ignites in women. It like and, and, I don't mean that everybody has to go on and like become a coach, but I think, um, what I love seeing is when it ignites this, like feeling of, I can do it in you. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, I can do this. What else in my life? Can I, can I do that? Maybe I thought maybe I couldn't <laughs> yes. do before. And it's yes. like, here you are like coaching people. And now you're like signing up to like coach under someone. I mean, it's just, to me, it's just, it, it lights. I'm just like smiling so big right now. Cause it just lights me up. But like, this is what happens when women, start to believe in themselves and start to feel like empowered and feel like they can do things mm-hmm. um, i like gaia that's just i mean i'm just like over here just smiling. <laughs> so, i'm so proud of you. i'm
1: so darn proud thank of you. you. <laughs> thank you. thank you. That oh, is yeah so it, awesome. it, it it's been an experience for sure and uh i'm like i i learn a lot from different styles mm-hmm. and i i i never thought of this myself but then over the last year and just i think maybe because sitting at home you you think more and yourself on Instagram you seem you tend to be more on Instagram and you read more and I feel like I know Instagram can be social media can be like humanized I have learned a lot like I've made connections with people all over the world Uh, I wouldn't have found you or anybody else if it wasn't for that and um, it's just interesting to, to see different perspectives and it's interesting to see how much of the fitness community is uh, like, how many people need to know that, hey, you can eat more, eating less, yeah. is not. like, that, that's my biggest thing, like, it's like, I I, I don't want to use the word disorder, but there's a lot of uh, thought that, oh, I, I should be this, I should be that, I'm like, mm-hmm. but it keeps, like,
0: what would I ever say? Like, why do you, what does it should be? What do you mean should be? Where did that come from? (laughs) Who told you it should be that way? Oh, so good. Um, so one of the things that, that, um, you had mentioned to me, was this, and and one of the things I teach a lot in Macros one hundred one is this difference between using macros as a tool and really kind of turning that into a diet where Mm -hmm. you're it's like rules and restriction. And it's just like another way to like go through this like diet mm-hmm. mentality. Um, so kind of talk through a little bit of um, maybe your experience of like, what did that shift feel like when you really felt like you um, started using it as, as a tool that you could wield and you could be in control of and could make your life enjoyable and what, what difference that caused in your journey? There were a few things that, uh,
1: so as I was doing the coaching and as I was listening to all of the coach, sometimes your calls and other coaches calls was that, um, it might not have been the same word, but macros are not magic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like that's 100%. what I thought
1: when, when I joined, I, that's what people like, think gonna it's like magic. It's going to give me this magic formula. It's going to make me lose yeah. these 10 pounds. But then it's like, no, it does not. And macros are not magic and it is what you do with it and how you want to use it. Sorry, just heat it on. Uh, what you want to do with it is, um, is what magic is. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like, and even with the protein, huh? like, does it have to be like, um, does it have to be a certain amount does it have to be but the best thing that i took away from it was make it sustainable for you
0: yeah
1: just because somebody says 160 grams of protein but it might not do good for you or your stomach if you eat yeah, that much if you're totally. just five foot five feet, five feet four tall yeah. right uh, yeah. 160 for somebody who is five six or five eight or who's as tall as you amber is different than 160 for a person who's much smaller totally. and even the capacity and like it's it's the science aspect of it as well as the logical aspect of it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and yeah. uh, i i told somebody i said i said you know what you shouldn't be scared of macros which i was uh uh but it's it's more of it's same as portion control but in a more specific scientific way mm-hmm. it, it's what felt it, scary about macros um it's overwhelming at first it's like oh my god yeah. oh my god I, I like i i swear i I'm like, i have no idea what to do i i tried macros like two years ago maybe maybe the first A year of the pandemic, and I'm like, just nah, not for me. It's like (laughs) way too much. It was just I was obsessing over, and I didn't, uh, I didn't understand that it wasn't the percentages; it's actually the numbers, Mm. the conversion into calories and things like that. A lot of us don't understand that when we start off. It was intimidating in the fact that it's all these numbers, all of these foods. How do I track recipes? How do I track oil? Like, am I do I really have to sit and measure everything? And even now, I Maybe if I had, I would have had different results, but I did not
0: measure. (laughs) I don't think so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like physical, let's say physical or aesthetic results. I didn't measure everything. Like I would measure meat. I would measure fats and things. But uh, like you said, I'm like, do I need to sit and like measure spinach? And I'm like, I don't, I, I don't want to do that. Um, and so- here's why,
0: here's why I, cause I'm going to push back and I'm going to say, guy, I don't think that you would have gotten different results. And the reason why is because had you gone to that extreme where you were like weighing your spinach and doing like every little thing, you wouldn't have liked it. Yes. You wouldn't (laughs) have liked it. And so you wouldn't have done it. (laughs) Yes. So like this idea sometimes we get in our head of like, if I just was like a little bit more strict, if I was just a little bit more like weighed every single little thing, then maybe I would get better physical results. And I find that it's often the exact opposite is like, no, if you get to that place, you're not going to keep doing it because it's going to be too overwhelming. It's going to be too much. And then you quit. And that absolutely doesn't get you better results. Mm -hmm. So I think what I want people to hear as they're listening to your story is the permission to be able to make macros work for you and that doesn't mean that you have to weigh everything and it doesn't mean that you have to like log everything to the gram it means that like when you understand this tool and you understand that it's not magic and we can pull back the screen and pull back the black box and let you understand the science behind it then you can be like oh okay well i get it so i'm gonna prioritize weighing the things that actually are calorically dense and i'm gonna skip weighing the things that aren't calorically dense and Mm -hmm. that can be fine and that can work so I think you're doing amazing.
1: Yeah, that 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 was like you said the, the the calorie part, the dense part. It was like it's like just use logic. Like if you if you had to pull yourself back, if it wasn't for you, what would you do for your child? Yeah, right. Uh, and and same thing. And then it was it's also the concept of like eating more and everything. I said just because I and one of the things was like just because I ate more today, I'm not going to eat less tomorrow. Yeah, uh, that kind of a mentality because I I would never let my child go to bed hungry, would I? Right. Yeah. Why would I do that to myself? She's eight years old. Yeah. Why would I do that to myself? I need more than her. Yeah. Um yeah, there was tons of takeaways, but the fact that my path has just gone wherever it has gone, I think that's the biggest win for me.
0: Yeah. And I, I'm curious what has been, you know, now that you've you've moved from this um client aspect, right? You were client first, and now you've moved into this place where now you're helping to coach other women. I'm curious what that experience has been like for you. Um and yeah, just what, what has it been like? What have you learned from that process?
1: It's gratifying. Um, and it, like more than anything else, it's gratifying. And it's like, every time I see comments back from the girl, when any of the girls saying, it's, Hey, uh, I'm not afraid of carbs anymore. Mm. Uh, like no, somebody came to me, they work out a lot and everything. She's like, I'm always hungry. I feel like I'm not eating the right thing. I said, and then I went back and said, I said, no, you're not just eating. You're not eating enough. Mm-hmm. And I put her on like and she was eating maybe 1,900. I put her, I made her eat like 2,300 and she hasn't gained a single pound. And she's mm-hmm. like lifting heavy, doing sumos of like 150 pounds. And like, all, like she was texting me this morning and I'm like, I said, you made me so happy. Isn't that so and, fun? Yeah, it's like, it's not that I made her do it, but I let her make the judgment. I said, listen, you can do this. I said, just eat more. I promise you you will not regret it. Yeah. And, and a lot of us lose sight with the scale and with the size of her clothes. Uh, and lose sight of the fact that we are lifting heavier, maybe we have more energy, maybe we are sleeping better. Like I personally uh, have been sleeping like a log since I did the reverse.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, I have
1: a couple more extra pounds. I go to bed and I'm out mm-hmm. otherwise, I, I, otherwise my mind always runs. Mm-hmm. Um, I made mistakes in between as and I tried to go into a cut because I made too much like I went too much over for the reverse. I did that for two days. It was fine. The third day I couldn't focus on anything in my screen. <laughs> I couldn't, like, oh, yeah. that was bad. It was yeah.
0: stupid. <laughs> that was, didn't like that. Um, okay. Last thing that I want to talk to you about is working out at home. Cause this is something that like people, you know, a lot of people are at that place where they would like to work out at home or they are out of necessity working out at home. Um, can you tell us what it's been like to build your gym? Um, what things you've learned along the way and any advice that you have for somebody who is wanting to work out at home? um
1: more than working out at home I feel like it's finding a style that works for you good Um, yeah uh and for me that that was key like I tried a couple of other programs from the same app that I use and it didn't like it wasn't my jam Mm -hmm. just uh finding something that you enjoy Uh, I started off with um doing like shorter workouts whatever took like 30 minutes um And once I enjoyed it, and once you enjoy it, you'll keep coming back to it. Not because it's giving you results because nothing's happening in one week. Right. Right. Uh, But because you're enjoying it, you're like, Oh, it's going to be today. Yes. It was different programs. It wasn't progressive overload. It's fine. If you're starting Mm -hmm. out and if you, if you're finding it difficult to even work out and you're learning about hypertrophy and progressive overload, you will, you're never going to do it. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. it simple. Find something you enjoy. Um, and then progress. So I did that. Then I went to Olympic lifting kind of style, which is like progressively loading up at least the strength part of it. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. So the next program I'm trying to do is more focused on hypertrophy. But now I understand the concepts. Yeah. Why something is doing. If you had told me two years ago, I'm like, nah, I don't want to do it. Yeah. No matter how much you told me that I get results, I'm like, no, I don't want to yeah. do it.
0: Well, I see so many parallels in what we were talking about with macros. It's like when you pull back the black box and you understand that it's not magic, that there is like an understanding a science behind it. And then you figure that out, then you get really good at being able to wield it in the way that you want to wield it. It's the same thing with, with lifting. It's like, there, like, when you pull back that black box and you understand the concept of progressive overload, you understand hypertrophy and what creates it, then you can like apply that in the ways that work for you. in your journey. And you don't have to just do it one way, or you don't have to just buy programs and be like, I hope that this does what it's supposed to do. I don't know how they like came up with this, (laughs) with these like lifts or whatever. Um, it just, it, it puts you in this empowering spot of like, you understand the why behind something and then you're able to tweak it and make it your own and make Mm -hmm. it work for you. Yeah, So good. All right. Any last words of wisdom that you would like to share with someone who may be listening right now? Oh boy. Um, I don't know. I would
1: just say, uh, if you're new to macros, give it a chance and be open about it. Uh, uh, I would definitely say that find a coaching program, a coach or somebody at least once talk to them before you decide something is not for you. Mm-hmm. It can be expensive. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but takeaways are so many that you'd be surprised where you end up. So give everything a chance, have an open mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What I would awesome. say. Like That's I, a- I came in without realizing where it would go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to join this free challenge and like a couple of like a little bit later now I'm coaching people. Like this is where it yes. is. Oh my go? god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so awesome. Okay. Well, um we are going to link all of your stuff up in the show notes. So if you want to connect with Gaia, then uh, we'll link it all in the show notes, her Instagram, all of those things. And um thank you so much for being on the on the show today. Thank you. I hope you found that episode valuable and that you're able to, you know, take some of the things that you've learned and hopefully apply them to your life because as we all know, learning is great, but it's the application that makes the difference. Thanks for being here. Thanks for leaving a rating and review. If you have not yet on iTunes, it really does help the podcast to be able to grow and to have more people find it. So I always appreciate those of you who take the time, take the, you know, three to five minutes to leave a rating and review uh, for the podcast. That wraps up this episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm Amber. Now go out and be strong because remember my friend, you can do anything. Hey friend, have you heard the news? We have a Biceps After Babies Radio insider list. If you love Biceps After Babies Radio, you don't want to miss a thing. Head to bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash insider to join the group. You'll be the first to know all things about the podcast, see some behind the scenes and get special messages from yours truly. We want to make this a special community for those who are fans of the podcast. And last, did this episode particularly resonate with you? If so, will you please share it? Either send the link to someone who would find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tell your family and friends why they should listen. Make sure you tag me at Biceps After Babies so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Biceps After Babies Radio.